What is going on, beautiful people, and welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and today, it's a great day. I don't know if you guys know what it is. I mean, shit, Donald Trump has got impeached. Must be a great day. You came Must be a great day. Must be a great fucking day. Hey, but I you know what else? What makes it a great day? Hold on, my 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 boy is joining me. Look at him. He's right there. You see him in the box right there holding it down. We got the guru. The guru's coming on today, man. We are going to talk all things boxing. You know what? Why am I fucking around, bro? What a fucking do? Be cam. Welcome hey, to the show. Give me my bigger box, G. <laughs> <laughs> How you living, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just like. A lot happened today. James Harden got traded. Yo, we're going to talk about that. And I should have put it in the in notes today. But, uh, you know, know. you know, it's James Harden. You know what's sad? When you really look at it, ain't it a bitch that Houston got the best part of that deal? I wouldn't say they got the best part of that deal. They still lost James Harden. And James Harden just really wasn't playing for them this season. And he's fucking fat. Like, he's I think he's I think he'll whip himself into shape. I think he was doing that on purpose. He was just going to force his way out. And on one hand, here, on one hand, I don't necessarily like the fact that NBA players are able to just force themselves out of contracts these days. I think that shit is kind of bogus. You sign a contract, you're getting paid handsomely to be able to play the game that you love. However, on the other side of the equation, I love the fact that like niggas is like, fuck you, these slave owners. Like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, I don't give no fucks. Straight what you up. Pay. I don't care what contract I sign. I'm playing the game that I love. You are not shit without me. And the league is not shit without me. So I'm just going to force my way out. Yeah. And and, and and for me, I'm always for the athletes. And I think you and I always, we discuss that a lot. Regardless on what sport we're talking about, we, you know, especially here on the Five Podcast, we're people that fucking love the athletes. We we ride with the athletes. But wait, but wait. Kyrie's yeah. the exception. Kyrie's I was just about to get into that, bro. I was just about to get into it because you know what? I have been, for lack of a better terms, people, I have been capping for fucking Kyrie Irving for the last few months. He, he, he. I keep telling everybody, look, man, dude is a world class talent, which he is. He, he's invaluable to his team, which I thought. But fam, you just gonna like not show up, <laughs> like. They gave you everything you wanted, and then you're just gonna like disrespect you, disrespect your friends. Dis- that's my thing. I am a an athlete's guy. You're literally gonna disrespect your teammates and not even do it. And that's also what I don't don't appreciate about fucking uh James Harden. You're a pussy, fam. Like straight pussy. Like that's some bitch shit that he pulled to sit there and go out there and just like just not even show for a team and then shit on them and say yeah nine games in like yeah these guys aren't shit. You literally called John Wall and Boogie Cousins scrubs. Like, how fucking dare you? I, I, I swear, like, they probably traded him because Boogie probably beat his ass in the locker room. They traded him because he put them in a position where he's creating a toxic culture in the locker room. He did that on purpose. There's somebody coaching him that's saying, hey, if you want to get traded, take these steps. He yeah, followed the manual ass. and he got what he wanted. So exactly. you, can call him a, you can call him a pussy, but he had a goal in mind and he went out and got that. John Wall may not fuck with him. Boogie Cousins may not fuck with him, but he's in a better situation in Brooklyn. And we'll see what happens. Now, Kyrie, there really <laughs> I'm say, is it? <laughs> we, can't, we can't defend him. He, I mean, if the, the NBA is a super liberal league. If you're going through some type of mental strife, 
anxiety, the pressure of the league being a star is too much. If you were to communicate that with your team, I am wholly sure that they would fully accept that and be like, hey, take the time that you need. Get your mind right. Mental health is huge. It's huge now. And maybe you hey, can real speak quick, about my, my, my brother, Aldrich, uh, I, I totally agree with you, man. That team ain't winning shit. I don't care what nobody says. And really quick, for everybody watching live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Fight Podcast today. I am joined by my brother from another mother, the guru, B-Cam. All right, all right, let's jump back into it, man. Um, look, uh, let, like I said, there, there's a lot going on. And again, we'll, we'll talk about this trade a little bit more in the show just because it is, it's culture. That's just big fucking news, man. And I can't stunt. Uh, it, I, I was surprised when I heard that shit going down the pipe today. I'm literally sitting here watching CNN and the Young Turks, watching all this Trump fiasco go down. And then out of nowhere, blockbuster trade. I couldn't fucking believe it. It was nuts. Um, it is what it is. Let me ask you this real quick before we transition to the next topic. In this, what's your level from a scale of one to ten? Where's your shock value of this trade? After the interview that he did, I guess that was yesterday. I'm not shocked. If if it was before that trade, I would have said, "Hey, cool, wow, I didn't expect this." Even though he was saying, "Hey, I went out and this is one of the places where I want to be." And when superstars start to do that, they typically in the la- over the last few years. We've seen that superstars get what they want. James Harden, he was just fucking. I, I ain't working out, nigga. I'm coming to games fat. Like I'll drop a he bucket because that's hair. I'll drop a bucket because that's what I do. But nigga, y'all not gonna get much from me. At least he's going to play now. But I mean, after that interview, he had to go. You can't go back to the locker room. Because hey, I can't lie. If I'm your teammate, I got to put hands on you. If you do that, that's just me. If I'm your teammate, we are so close to a legendary story. Oh, oh, oh my God! And we were about a week away. We and my favorite, my favorite ba- basketball story is uh, Jimmy Butler with the Timberwolves, take with the bench players. Please, 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 please tell the story for those who do not know, because I so, love the story too. Jimmy Butler, the legend after, of Jimmy grows. The legend of Jimmy grows. So Jimmy Butler, you should be telling the story. That's a, Jimmy Butler, Chicago legend. He built himself up. I think his first year in the league, he must average probably like two points a game. He built himself into an NBA superstar. He was not a highly touted prospect or anything. So and, after and you know what, up, and now you got, and now you guys got the greatest coach that I've had aside from Phil Jackson in Chicago, Tom Thibodeau. Yo, oh, I think dude, Tibbs is the I, fucking I, man. I love. I Tibbs. love Tibbs for for a young team of hungry players in a city like that. I think he definitely is a good coach to get us to the next level. I'm not sure if he can get us over the hump at the highest level. I don't think we're anywhere close to that anyway. So I don't have to worry about that right now. Let's worry about simple things. You know, 500 records, making the playoffs making fans smile once in a while, which they have done this season. They have done this season, and then they dropped a few games. They're looking real Knicks right now after giving us some optimism. Real typical (laughs) Knicks shit. You know, we all knew what was going to happen, but real typical Knicks shit. Cool. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I like tips for our team right now. Jimmy Butler built himself in Chicago, goes to the minute – he bounces around for a little bit, finds his way to the Minnesota Timberwolves, where he's on a team with Andrew Wiggins – was a much bigger superstar at that point. Now he's a little bit more of a good role player for the Warriors. And then Cat, who definitely was a superstar at that point. And yes, Jimmy was is. not fucking with them. He was like, these niggas is not working hard. I just cannot fuck with these niggas. So I'm going to pull up the practice, soft. take the players at the end of the bench, and run all y'all niggas off the court. 
just the be- the end of the bench, not the beginning of the bench. We're not talking about your six man. The end of the bench. He puts the other two superstars on the other team and runs the niggas off the court because they are bitches. And that's just how Jimmy Butler rolled. Hey, he, and that's why Miami's he, like that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a perfect fit for Miami, and he was a perfect fit for that Bulls team, that Thibodeau style team. And and that's where I've I've always grown my my uh my my fascination and my you know I got I got I got love for Jimmy. I really do. Um. But but let's talk about somebody. He's real nigga. Have what, 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 running the business in a bubble. The nigga had a he has a coffee company. He has Bro, a coffee company. Out, I love out, that shit. Out here. I I he's, love that shit. The fucking man. Oh, real quick. He's, speaking of somebody, he's, somebody a, he's, he's a goat. No one talks about it. He's a goat, man. In his own right, he's a fucking goat. Right. He's let, let that man smell his flowers. Yo, and he and he's dating Selena Gomez now. Is she is, is she a white woman? Latina, bro. Gomez. What does Gomez oh, sound like to you? Oh, uh, hey, listen. You, aren't you from New York? Hey, whoa, whoa. You got, you got to come I, to me. You got to come to me. Real, you're real supposed to know I, any, anything know, Latino. You're supposed to hold down. Like, oh, I'm from New York. Right. I know that. You're right. You're right. I just had to clarify. <laughs> I had to clarify what I was talking about. I, I'm on air. I don't want to. I don't want to say nothing too crazy. <laughs> Wait, time out. Time out. Hey, prime example. You know me well enough. When have I ever celebrated a white woman? Um. Never, never. never. Don't you forget it. Um, e- even though, uh, never mind. I can't even think of one as hot. Uh, uh, would you consider uh, Gal Gadot white? Because I'm a big fan of her. I'm a fan of hers too, but she's Israeli. She's okay. she, that's, that's that she's Middle Easterner. That shit white to me. <laughs> Sometimes, like I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I feel it. Nah, she is I, a I mean, yeah, yeah. They from the Middle East, bro. Only thing that when I think when I think of it in my mind, she white. <laughs> but one one white girl I, I would say like I'm a fan of is Margot Robbie. I was just that was the one I was about to say. That's and the Duchess. That's the Duchess. Hold that one. We can hold that one down. <laughs> yeah, she she hold and, 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 and she fuck with niggas as we know because uh, sounds yeah. like uh, before all of the. Um, well, the entanglements. That was Will's entanglement. Really? Yes. Hey, look, look, I'm not mad at you. Will won. Will won in this whole battle. If we're talking Uh-oh. about entanglement versus entanglement, I'm going with Will's entanglement. Look, I'm, I feel like the show about to get flagged. We just out here talking about <laughs> <laughs> Well, if it's gonna, you think it's gonna get, get stripped. If you think it's gonna get flagged, let's get into this. Bah! Trump got impeached once again. <laughs> there we go. Look, man, if you guys don't know, and obviously we're going to keep this real short. This is a fight show, but at the end of the day, uh, this is a culture show as well, and we have to talk about it, man. Donald Trump was impeached once again by the House, and this time we actually had 10, count them, 10 Republicans that actually voted for him as well, making this the biggest bipartisan, the only bipartisan impeachment in history. I'm going to say that one more time for those in the back. This is the first bipartisan impeachment in history of the United States. For the other Trumpitos in the back, I want to tell you guys this. Donald Trump officially, officially owns not one. He owns half, half of the impeachments in American history. Half of the impeachments in American history. Mitch McConnell did not submit a vote. Is that correct? He's He's part of the Senate. The House voted today. Okay. Okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You know, you know, I, I'm not on my but, policy game. No, no, it's okay. But what I will say is this, and you're absolutely right in this one. Um, Mitch McConnell did come out and actually say, Mitch McConnell, for those who do not know, he is the head of the um, 
this this fucker's we don't fuck he's the him. head of the yeah he's the head of, he's 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 honestly the worst person in in my opinion in American history he's one of he's the, the he's epitome one of, of villains as it as it goes for right now he's the epitome of the op he just one thousand percent he the op you know what I'm saying and being in fact this this nigga's the op and he's out there um he actually came out and it, it's been confirmed that he is for uh, impeachment also. So the thing about it is this, they're not going to impeach him this week. They'll impeach him when Joe Biden is in office. A lot of motherfuckers were like, wait, why would they wait until he, he, you know, after he's out of office? It actually makes sense because I didn't think they can do that at one point in time. But the thing about it is this, you can impeach him while you're out of office and then the Democrats are in charge. So the Democrats will have the House, the Democrats will have the Senate. So in fact, he'll end up being convicted. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the evil fucker that he is, wins at the end of the day because he doesn't have to put his name on it. So he's, he can be like, man, that was all, that was them. That was a Democrat. They did it. He can do that shit like they've all been fucking doing. And, uh, and he tries to get off scot-free. Um, I mean, granted, whenever our maker is going to come down and strike that fucker down, that's when he'll get his day. But today ain't going to be that day. So that's all that happened for that. For those who do not know, um, today's supposed to be the day that all the magas go nuts in, in DC around the capitals. Things seem like they ain't popped off just yet, but, the day is still young, so we'll yeah, the, see what the it day is. is still, yeah, I'm supposed to go to, go by DC a little bit later. I, come on, Nigga, now. stay your ass at home, please. Uh, I'm I'm going down there. I'm I'm showing the protest. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, nigga. No, uh-huh. nigga, fucking oh, no. You see me? I was like, mm, okay, nigga, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell you not to. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I'm not. I'm not fucking with none of that shit. I'm not showing the protest. I'm not showing the pro- protest against the protest. Look, I, I protest for my Twitter keyboard. That's about it, and and with my vote. And if you don't think your vote fucking matters, look at Georgia. Look at fucking Georgia. And you know what? Ain't that a motherfucker? Uh, black people, we have been downtrodden and beat up, and we saved America once a fucking again. Once again, we went out there, saved these fools from them damn selves. So it is what it is. Um, do you have anything else to say about this before we b- briefly talk about these bullshit riots? Real quick, Capital Riots, I know you haven't been on here to talk about this. Um, this to me was the epitome of um, of white entitlement. This is what we saw. We saw white entitlement at its fucking at, at its at its core, at its heart, and um, it was an awful thing to fucking see. And what makes it even worse is these asshats in government. I don't know if you guys have been, have an opportunity to listen to what's been going on with all the impeachment hearings, but these asshats are going out here and talking just wild, greasy, and they still acting like Donald Trump wasn't trying to get their asses killed last week. Um, it's wild to see. And um, this is my my humble opinion. At the end of the day, the reason we need to get him out and we need to have him convicted because it stops him from running again. He can no longer hold federal office. That motherfucker cannot run again because I will be honest with you. In fucking Nazi Germany, uh, what the fuck, Adolf Hitler went out there and ran for government. He didn't get it. He tried a coup. It didn't work. He came back a couple years later and guess what the fucking happened? Nazi Germany fucking happened. People. History is trying to show you it can repeat itself. Oh shit, I'm spilling weed. Um, and and, uh, and that and it is what it is, man. It, it's an awful thing. It's dangerous. We need to get this motherfucker the fuck out, man. Um, any thoughts on this, bro? Nah, I'm gonna let you cap it off just like that. You know, I'm down here in the D- D.C. area, so uh, wasn't too far from everything that was going on. It was pretty crazy to see. Um, definitely was here during the uh, the George Floyd riots as well, if you want, to, or the BLM riots. And honestly, the difference is stark. And to me, this is all a reaction to Stacey Abrams and the black vote. 
Like no one gave a fuck when she was the victim of voter suppression herself. She was actually the actual victim of voter fraud with evidence that there was a, a voter suppression. But you know, she took her L. She dedicated her life like a to, champ. To, took her took her L like a champ. Dedicated her life to registering black people to vote. She she didn't register probably a million people to vote in Atlanta, or Stay I'm sorry, in in, in, in this, the, this is for you in the state of Georgia, and those votes mattered in both elections. So, and that's what caused the, I think it was the two L's back to back that caused a, caused a spark. They're like, hey, fraud. No, nigga, black people just voted and we have a right to vote. I, I know we're, I know you don't like it. And I love the fact that, that an event like this exposes that, but we do have a fucking right to vote. Y'all just took a loss. You, you take it. this, take this L, like all these L's we've been fucking taking forever. Take this L to and, and you know and, and also and, and have a coke and shut the fuck up. I don't hear none of these doofy motherfuckers ever again. All right, moving on to the next one, man. Let's talk about shit we're here for because everybody knows this is the fight podcast, man. And we got to talk about some fights. <coughs> Who else do we have? All we got the fucking guru. Look at him. The man is right yeah, there. man. I'm, I'm I'm here to everybody. talk. I'm here. To, it's been a while. It has been a while, brother. And um and the reason I want to bring you one because obviously the beginning of the year is a little bit slow in boxing, but the end of the year finished fucking strong and it seems like we have a lot of uh of potential matchups and a lot of other things so what we're going to do today is i want to ask definitely we're going to talk about you know the the year 2020 what you believe is going to happen but i'd be remiss if i didn't talk about the dude who realistically is the most popular fighter in boxing today i'll say it and you know what i'm gonna fucking stand on it i don't don't give me tank don't give me Teofimo. Don't give me fucking even Canelo. Right now, today, the most the the the, the hottest boxer in the land is none other than King Ryan Garcia. Went out there and fucking starched Luke Campbell. Came back from the depths and 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 you know showed some 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 cojones that he actually has, bro, bro. After watching this performance, and again, we'll talk about it really quick. What the question is, what's next? What were your thoughts after watching King Ryan do his fucking thing? So my thoughts. Yes, he did go through some, through some adversity. He got dropped in a second on a shot that he should have been prepared for, but wasn't. And that's one of the many flaws in his game. But he got dropped by it. But outside of that, he dominated really every moment of this fight. There was never any point in time where uh, Luke Campbell had any type of momentum. Ryan Garcia pretty much dominated that fight from start to finish with the exception of that moment within in the second round. And it was that moment that made that fight so significant because it showed some adversity. And that adversity, that draws people to him. If, if you've yeah. ever listened to a Ryan Garcia interview, it's the, the, the boyish charm that he has. It's the fact that he's able to show vulnerability. It, it's it, it, like he doesn't necessarily try to put on this tough guy act. He talks about, you know, times when he's up. He talks about times when he's down. He talks about his relationship with God. But like, he's just a kid. You listen to him and he's just a kid living his fucking life. And he just happens to be good at boxing. He's like, shit, like, I'm, I'm just a kid. I'm, I'm, I'm young, but I got, I got fast hands and I can hit. Don't fuck with me. I'm gonna fuck you up. But like, he's just a kid. He sounds like it. It, it, it comes off in his interviews. But that's what draw, draws people to him. It, it seems genuine. That's what it that's what it feels like a kid would be like if he was nice. good at boxing. People his age are drawn to that. But even someone like myself, that's cool. Like, it, it's cool that you don't feel like you have to put on this 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 tough guy aura. You can still take on those tough fights and yeah. you can be successful in some of those fights. I don't know if you'll be successful against your next opponent. And we can get to that here shortly. But he deserves his flower for stepping up, fighting, uh, fighting Luke Campbell, kicking off mm -hmm. the year with a bang. It was an amazing, 
an amazing fight. Exciting hey, best fight. fight of the year. Fight of the year it so far. It puts so many eyes on the sport. Ryan Garcia right now is great for the sport of boxing, and we cannot disregard that. I don't care about the flaws in his game. He is great for the sport, and he doesn't care about being undefeated. He doesn't care about fight fight persons. He wants to make big events, and that's right there in the, in the shadow of Canelo Alvarez. Yes. Eddie Reynoso, he's he doing something right over there. Something Dude, right. Eddie, Eddie Reynoso, man, I think I don't think enough people are talking about how awesome he is. I mean, let's let's talk about how I mean he doesn't just have Canelo Alvarez and Ryan Garcia. They got a squad over there. And we'll get there. They, we'll get yeah, there. Because yeah. that's probably that's the the first one of the first significant fights of the year. Yep. Is yep. February 20th. Oscar Valdez and Miguel Burchell. And that's going to be an amazing fight. I cannot wait. Two fighters that I really enjoy. Like, I'm a huge Oscar Valdez fan. I love what all action fighter um, goes out there and gets it. And I am telling you, man, something Eddie, the, the Eddie Ronoso style, one thing that he does is that these guys, you know how you notice how some fighters or some trainers, they work with athletes and then all these athletes have a similar style. What Eddie Reynoso seems like he's doing is he's really highlighting these fighters' attributes and he's just enhancing them. Ryan Garcia's offense is better. He's always had great offense. But what he showed me is that there is an intelligence to his game and there's different weapons that I've never seen him have. Now, yes, you're absolutely correct. His defense is is sus. He got, time, some, you know? he got some holes. He got some big he holes. Got some holes. He got, but that's that honestly also when I saw him get knocked down. I was like, this dude's going to be the highest paid dude in the sport when I saw him get dropped. Because I was like, it all depends on what it is. Because let's think about the other guy who got dropped, who picked himself up, who was the baby face. It's Anthony Joshua. We're talking about that Klitschko fight. And after that, remember, he blew up. Everyone talking about how this dude, you know, now they say he has an iron chin. Get the fuck out of here. But they talk about how his toughness and his, and his, and his you know, his, his fortitude, and he does have that. And honestly, I'm gonna give Ryan Garcia props as well. He has that as well. The kid is tough. He's not just a fucking pretty face. He really does have a. Um, Teddy Atlas compared him to a Tommy Hearns, and in terms of action, long guy, he's coming to get you. His offense is his defense, and he's not he's not afraid to get into a brawl with you. It's one of those, right? And when he said that, I had to think about it because at first, obviously, I had reservations. Like, fuck, are you crazy? Like, no. But then when you really think about it, he's he the the length, um, the power and the the all action coming forward. I mean, one of the greatest fights of all time lasted like two fucking rounds, and we're talking about Marvin motherfucking Hagler and Tommy Hearns, and those are two guys that came out there fisticuffs. And honestly, that is a very similar fight that we can possibly see with any of these young guns. I went back and I watched um, the national championship fight that Ryan Garcia had with Devin Haney. And you know what, man? Those dudes were going at it hard back then. Those two are dogs, and they're coming for everybody. Now, we're transitioning that in a second. Do you have anything else to say about Ryan Garcia before we move on? Because you, you named these dudes something special, and I, and I got to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we can talk about him and how he stands with the rest of boxing's Fab Five because there are five Ooh. of them, not four of them. Let's get that right, and let's give let, let's make sure we give everybody that deserves credit their actual credit. 
Um, but Ryan Garcia, yeah, dope performance. What I love about him most, and this is leading into the next topic here, uh, Fab Five Boxing, his immediate call out of Tank. Now, as far as, as far as the logistics go, that for all intents and purposes, that was the fight to become the mandatory challenger, challenger for Devin Haney's WBC belt. Now, could you explain Ryan that to people Gar- again? Because people seem as if they don't know. And that's one thing also. People continue poo-pooing on Devin Haney because he didn't knock out Gamboa. We, we forget. He blanked Gamboa. But because he didn't knock out Gamboa, everyone's making it seem like he's some kind of scrub or something. Like, Devin Haney is the one who actually has the belt. And Ryan Garcia is actually now his mandatory. Is that correct? Correct. Now, Devin, okay, continue. You, you, can, you can dispute it. Tiafima Lopez will tell you otherwise. But Devin Haney is the 135-pound lightweight champion. He didn't win the belt in, in, in the, the best way. That's not necessarily his fault. He could do nothing about that. And I don't think anybody is in the position of turning down belts in boxing. He's a young fighter, had an opportunity for a belt, and went to get that. Now, he's been chasing down some of these larger fights and still hasn't been able to get that. But we'll get to that shortly. What you need to know is that Teofimo has the other three belts, but Devin Haney definitely does have the WC, WBC belt. So that fight between Luke Campbell and Ryan Garcia was to become his mandatory challenger, which is great because Devin Haney is also a zone fighter. Should be a very easy matchup to make. Not like, one of these, not like one of these cross-promotional ma- matchups. Like, no, y'all under the same banner. Like, make the fight easy. They both seem to want the fight. They don't seem to let want to let money hold it back. Ryan Garcia just decides he wants to go in a different direction. Now, had he said some bullshit, a lot of people would have been in his case. But he goes after what made... As, as far as he's concerned, I think it's a much bigger challenge for him because I think Devin Haney would beat him, but I don't think he knocks him out. Tank is a whole different story. Tank can embarrass you, and that's the yeah. risk you take. The, the risk you take calling out Tank, but he went straight to calling out Tank and was very aggressive about it, and has maintained that in the weeks following the fight. Every single interview, he goes on hot boxing. Mike Tyson FaceTimes Tank. He's like, Tank, take when are you going to take the fight? I listened to him this morning on the. Uh, Pug and Cop show. And he said, yeah. hey, look, I'm going to keep calling out Tank. And if the fight mm-hmm. doesn't happen, I will make sure everybody knows exactly why it didn't happen. Exactly. But he's going to be, go aggressive at Tank. And he's going to make he, he, Tank is going to either have to say yes or he's going to look real bad. Because why are you not fighting him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I did see a thing and I was, try, I was trying to look it up right now. Is it, now what it'll come down to is that pay-per-view shit with, with PBC, PBC okay. and the zone. That's what it'll break. That's what, and that's what that's I what fall apart. About. And, hey, 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 wait, hold up a second, hold up a second. What did I just see here? We got more wild shit no, happening? No, no, our boy Maddie Fox. Is, is this what I think? Did Maddie Fox just have a child? Yes, yes. Congrats, congrats congratulations to, to our boy Matt Fox, man. I'm just, I turned is on IG and I saw it. Uh, well, no, 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 he ain't in the comments. I just turned on I'll IG and it was the first name to pop up. Salute to that man. Congratulations, man. Shout out to Matt Fox, man. Good Absolutely, dude. man. Yeah, man. Friend of the show, Matt Fox. Man, salute my brother. That's amazing. That's really dope. Look, man, you got me messing up my train of thought, man. I'm over here. Right. Taj, Taj is a dope name. Taj Fox. Yeah, Ta- Taj Fox is a fire name. Taj Fox is a fire name. Good pick. Uh, Good pick. All right, so um, that's what I was talking about. Steve Kim was talking about. Do, 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 do. They were talking about how this fight. I can't find who was saying it. Okay, so unfortunately, from what I was saying, I was trying to find it, but 
there were some kind of promotional reasons and there's some reasons why um that tank fight won't happen next and it came out of i believe it was leonard elderby's mouth and i believe well, he was trying to make a point and again this is a floyd mayweather guy it shouldn't fucking matter. No, no. But Leonard Ellaby is the Floyd Mayweather the guy. The Floyd Mayweather guy. The so they're trying to he say lives with that it's not happening. He lives with Floyd's that? dick in his mouth. Like, that's just what it is. And he gets God. paid handsomely for it. For, any, for anybody that's ever lived with someone's dick in their mouth, no one is paid better than, than Leonard Ellaby. But he absolutely lives oh, with Floyd's no. dick in his mouth. And, 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 my man is filleting him all day. I mean, that's just what it is. He's, he's a company man. If you've ever listened to an interview, if you've ever seen his Twitter, he, he, he doesn't give you anything genuine. He just gives you what he's supposed to say to promote the fight. That's what I like about a guy like Eddie Hearn. I don't like dislike Leonard Ellerby, but he just doesn't seem genuine to me. And he just always says like what he's supposed to say for the fight. Two amazing Absolutely. fighters. It's going to be a going to be a great fight. And just always says the good things about his guy. Like he's just a company guy. So it's he's hard to take, guy. it's hard to put real weight in some of the things that are coming out of his mouth, unless he says something about why the fight won't happen. Because so that's what it was. He, he was saying something in terms of it was a it was a PBC the zone thing. Like PBC he, PBC pay per view. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he was saying. He was like, he he's over there with the zone. We're not fighting on the zone, and he won't fight over here. So that fight ain't happening no time soon. That's so, literally so, what they're, they're pretty so, much calling out. So just for the listeners, let me explain what's going on here. So you have two promotional promotional banners or two platforms, if you would. You right. have PB, PBC, um, Premier Boxing Championships, and then you have DAZN. DAZN has a subscription-based model. So you pay a monthly fee, $20 or whatever they're charging nowadays. You can watch any of their fights, any of their content for free at any time. It's honestly an amazing value. Whereas PBC oh, has a model shit. where they, they, they make their money off of pay-per-view fights. So the bigger fights for the PVC fighters will always be on pay-per-view. It's a terrible and they, value. And that's how they generate revenue. How, their, their fighters are fucking paid. So, yeah. I mean, you can't argue against that. No, no, I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing that you're talking about DAZN for $20 a month is a fantastic value. It is a shit value, okay? Oh, the reason is that DAZN is a shitty value. I, I want, I, I, every fucking month, I think about canceling my DAZN description. If I didn't write that shit off for my goddamn taxes, I would cancel that bullshit. Because at the end of the day, you fucks in 2020 gave me like two fights. I don't give a damn. Don't give me, oh, it was 2020. It was this. I paid 20 bucks a month for 12 months. And you gave me two fucking fights. That And, and then they lost Bellator as well. Bellator is with Showtime and CBS. There's nothing. What am I going to do? Go over there and watch Akin Barak? Maybe. I don't, don't want to watch Maybe. that I shit. Mean, they gave you the Vecchio knockout. They gave you the Canelo fight at the end of the year. They gave you Ryan, Ryan Again, Garcia. Okay, you, 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 gave me, you, give me, you give me two fights. 12 months, you give you can name three things. That's bullshit. Nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, on the other side, I can... No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it was no, difficult for... I know, for, I know you, I, you're, you're, you're going you're, you're gonna to start... Don't start capping for... Don't you start capping. I, I like feel, the zone. I feel it coming. I like coming. the zone. I, I like feel the zone. it coming. Here's, here's, is, hey, hey, you, five, five, you five podcast pay, listeners, he's capping. All cap. Would you rather pay $75 <laughs> for a pay-per-view every single time or just a $20 a month? You get a bunch of mediocre fights and then you start to get larger fights. 2020 Man. was a, a difficult year for them. They like downsized the as people as listening to this show. We act like the people listening to Nigga, this show are Nigga, what the fuck are you getting on a PBC pay-per-view? Who the fuck fought on, on, a, on a, uh, Errol Spence undercard? Who? 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 Who are these guys? Who fought on any of the DAZN undercards? I don't know anybody. It's, but it doesn't that, matter a, because you're only paying $20 for it. That's a boxing problem. That's a boxing problem. That's, that's fair, but we're talking about value. I'm talking about for the entire year. 
I don't think it's worth it. But again, I hear what you're saying. I feel you. I understand. But $20 a month for 12 months ain't worth that. It's not. And, that, and that's just me, my own thing. You got to give me better content. But if you're they, saying okay, that based on I don't think I should have to pay $20 a month for any fucking app. But you'd rather pay I, for I the pay-per-view. I just keep it a bean. No, Would I'd rather, rather not pay for, for pay-per-views at all. I mean, and don't get it twisted. I have sat on this show and shit on ESPN and UFC for their uh, double paywall bullshit for their fucking pay-per-views too, okay? Like, that's asinine. Okay? I mean, you can't like, just be mad at everybody. Keep it there. Fuck not. So, I am mad at everybody. Fuck so, I am mad at everybody. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but look, all, all jokes aside, man, look, I, I personally, I don't like it. The I double like paywall you're not is giving wild. me. It's wild. That it's is terrible. Wild. But this is one thing I always say, but at least you get like two cards, two UFC full cards with top to bottom stack cards, all you know, twice a month. And then I have a whole lot of other content on top of that. If I'm sitting here like original programming and all this shit on ESPN Plus, I don't have that on the zone. And if it is, the quality is sus. So that's what I'm saying. Like the, the overall yeah, yeah, value ain't, fuck with darts. ain't worth it. You ain't fuck with no darts. Darts. You know, I think the high the high night, you might have clicked on it. Yo, I, okay. Look, <laughs> I I'll tell you some high shit that I do watch. All right. <laughs> look, man. I, I don't know if y'all watch this show. Because I love cartoons. I've always loved cartoons. I I, I, I get my Israel Adesanya on. I watch Naruto and all that shit, right? Love Who it. knew? Who knew? <laughs> the dog. I'm fine. I'm, 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 I'm a comic book guy, bro. Go go ahead. I'm listening to like everybody else. Yeah, no, so I'm a comic book dude. So like, I love Naruto. I love the anime. I do all that shit too. Uh, but, dog, so my, my lady, she, she used to try to get me to watch this show, right? It's a cartoon. And it's just called Steven Universe, okay? <laughs> so check it out. First time she told me, this is because for those who do not know, I finally moved to LA. My lady and I are finally back together, getting reunited, and it feels so good after two years. But one thing that we used to do, we used to, you know, this, go this, on FaceTime. This is, yeah, not yeah, distance, not relationship. We've been together for six. We, we were apart for two, though. You know, so we're finally back together, whatever. But what we used to, you know, watch it, and she used to tell me, Serge, you got to watch it. You're going to love it, blah, blah, blah. Dog, this show, has, it's about... And it sounds nuts. It's about crystal gems, crystals and gems that are like alien superheroes. And they're wildly LGBTQ like positive. <laughs> and the main character is this little dude named Steven, and he's like 14 years old. And this motherfucker be wearing like a crop top with a pink diamond in his belly button. <laughs> And they be fighting aliens and shit, and that shit is it, it makes you cry, it makes you laugh. <laughs> Dog, the show is incredible. It is one of those shows that it has it has five seasons and two movies. It is like a phenomenon that's going on right now, bro. Fucking Steven, you know, and I'm telling you, bro, my lady had to get me to watch the first like five episodes. I was like, this seems sus. I'm not watching this shit at all. Next thing I know, bro, that's like my I'll go to sleep show. Oh, and by the way, episodes are only 10 minutes long. T time investments are a lot. So the value is there for you. Value is there. 10 minutes. 
10 minutes, 30 minutes, I get three fucking episodes and I'm ready to go to sleep. This is great. <laughs> a, a random, this is it. The fact that Estelle is a voice in the show is just so random. She, dog, and she's the my favorite character. She's fucking Garnet. Oh, nigga, they be singing and shit. Yes. The, have a you, welcome to a, a opening to the world of Surge, people. <laughs> hey, Surge is high right now. If you're watching, so I mean, this is how we got to this conversation. We, I promise you, we, we're gonna get back to the 135 pounds. <laughs> you started this shit. You asked me about stuff and threw me off. All right. Going back to the beginning. <laughs> so, you, hey, yeah, for, real quick, for people, Brandon and I, look, so Brandon and I have not discussed in a while, and this is what happens when we haven't talked shit in a while. This is exactly what happens. <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool. You know, it's part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Y'all just join the ride. Go ahead. Oh, I, and, I'm and so, yours right now. So for everybody listening right now, watching us live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, people, you are a part of the show. Please feel free. Jump in the comments, man. Any questions, comments, concerns, jokes, let us know. We're going to throw you right there on the air and highlight your comments. Let me see. Just like my man, Audrey, talking trash about them. Okay. Well... We need to get back to this conversation. I, I want to finish this topic. The go reason, ahead. So go ahead. reason they're going to have issues making this fight is because PBC generates their revenue through pay-per-view fights and the zone generates their revenue through subscriptions. Absolutely. Ryan Garcia is with, is with the zone and, uh, you know, Tank Davis is with PBC. However, mm-hmm. there, there've been trades and things like that. I, done before. That. I don't know how yeah. open Al Heyman is to that, but let Ryan Garcia go over fight on fight on pay-per-view and you trade for another a fighter. That's going to do a Absolutely. couple of uh, fighters on, on the zone. Like, it's that simple. Yeah. But Al Heyman, he bought his money, G. I, well, here's I, the he, thing. That's a fight that if it makes dollars, it makes sense. And at this point in time, both of these athletes are... It makes dollars and sense. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, this is one of those fights that, in my personal opinion, needs to happen. And, and Ryan Garcia made a great point. He said... Because yes, he understands that he's Devin Haney's. Um, he's Devin Haney's mandatory. I, I think but, it's a little odd. I think it's a little but, odd that, that he's, the way he's calling him out. But one thing, because you can go, me, if you if you really want to force these fights, you can go fight Devin Haney. If you, I don't think, and, and if you win, Haney, you win, I don't either. But, but, you, but you start you, to but force you know what that fights. tells me, and th- but this is what that tells me. That tells me he sees a hole in Tank's game that he feels that he can expose. I think he generally believes. He, I think he thinks that Devin Haney is a kryptonite, and the reason that I'm glad you brought that up because remember earlier in the show I said that I watched their early their fight when they were uh, their national championship fight the last time they fought in the amateur. They fought like six times, five you know times in the amateur, and you know what? Devin Haney was whooping his ass. Devin Haney, and here's the thing: it's literally it's perfect. Do you, you guys remember the right hand? Devin Haney in 2019 had one of the knockouts of the year. Amazing knockout, literally huge overhand right. I can't remember the gentleman's name. Literally fell over his back. Shot. Yeah, something like that. Well, guess what? He hit Ryan Garcia with that exact same punch every single round. That's that's his shot. He 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 got a style similar to Floyd. That's that right hand is 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 money. So did you guys? I know you guys saw what I what we put on uh, Instagram. Also, dude, Devin Haney on Twitter said he believes he's the reincarnation of Pretty Boy Floyd. He's like, look at the tape, look at the career. We're the same. And I'm gonna be honest with you. We've said it here on this show. If we're talking about stylistically, he does look like a, a a a mini clone of many of Money May. 
Yeah, less less havoc on the pretty boy side. Like he he he's a little bit less havoc, and he has a, he's more of the money Mayweather than he is the more, pretty boy. So much more. And I think he was trying, I think he was trying to make a pretty boy comparison. I think that might be a bit of a reach. He's a little bit more like an older Floyd, a little bit more responsive defensively. Uh, I want to come back he's, to Devin he's a Devin. pros pro. He's a I, pros pro. I, I want to come back to Devin Haney and Please. his Dollar and Dream interview because I fucking love that podcast. Huge. I do too. It, you just muted yourself, my brother. I think you muted. I can't hear you. Uh oh. We we can't hear my brother. You hear me? Okay. Okay. Well, we can't hear you right now. So do me do me this. Um, we're gonna go ahead and let's see. Sorry for everybody who's listening currently right now, man. We're just having a couple of technical difficulties. Um, for while we're trying to figure this out, man, make sure everyone is listening everywhere. Uh, to the fight podcast man everywhere podcasting is available apple google play spotify soundcloud stitcher also check us out at the fightpodcast.com listen like subscribe and share uh brandon real quick brother i'm gonna go ahead and close you out log your log back in hopefully that'll work out i don't know what's going on um we'll bring him back in a moment um we're currently talking about guys and thank you everyone who's listening watching live on facebook youtube and twitch um, we're currently talking about the top the Fab Five in boxing, these young guns. And that's for those who do not know. We're talking about Shakur Stevenson. We're talking about Teofimo Lopez, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, and Javante Davis. These guys are universally recognized as the next, the, the guys who are next up. And they there is a legitimate comparison to the golden era of boxing, where we're talking about the Hagler, Hearns, Duran, that era of boxing. Um, because, but the thing is, we need to see all of these guys actually fighting one another. Um, that is the only way that those comparisons can truly come to fruition. You know what I mean? So that is what I really want to see. And the cool thing is that we're seeing guys again, like Ryan Garcia, truly going out here and doing his thing and enforcing the issue. And that's what we need to happen in boxing. MMA doesn't have that issue. In boxing, what we truly need is to make sure that we're going out there and we're actually making these fights. And the good thing about it is these young guys are all in the exact same weight class. And they're all at the point in time now that they want to fight. They want to fight each other. And that's a beautiful thing. So what seems like is going to happen, and again, I don't know, but what everyone is actually talking about, it seems like it's going to happen is that um, is we're going to end up getting, possibly getting Teofimo and Haney versus Tank and Buddy. So we'll see what happens, but give us one second. Let's go ahead and bring my mans back on. Brandon, brother, are you there? Can we hear you? Can, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? he's back. Right. He's back. So, you know, it's funny to say, man, I, I had to all of a sudden take over and I went from having fun and talking shit to like the serious surge came back and I went to like straight host mode, man, being here by myself. You allowed me time to kind of fuck around, man. It's the guru's corner today, bro. It's your time to shine. I don't know. What it do? I don't know what the fuck happened. I hate technical difficulties. I'm usually pretty solid. Leave that shit for the other guests. I usually I got a solid <laughs> mic and setup. I got a wired connection. Yeah, come on now. I, I think I no, pressed I, something or something. I don't know what happened. It's all good. It's going. But, but, but continue. You're you're talking about Devin Haney and his interview that he had on the show. Please continue going on that Dollar Dream, great great podcast for a, 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 a nigga that's not an old nigga. Nigga that's a little bit seasoned. Like if you like thirty plus. You really gonna fuck with a dollar in the right dream. Like you, dollar, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We we, we dollar in the dream crowd. Like if you yeah, like absolutely. younger 20s, teeny boppers, like if you listen to Takashi 6ix9ine, it ain't for you. If, if you don't want through a couple things in life, you just you, you just gonna this, fuck this with This might be for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Devin Haney and his pops goes on there. His pops is he a fucking gangster? Like you got to fuck Dude, with Bill his Haney. Pops is wild gangster, isn't he? This pops is about it, about it, about it. So and, and it's cool. It's funny, you know. Everybody, all the young guys, every, pretty much everybody in the Fab, all the black guys in the Fab Five, like not necessarily Ryan Garcia, not necessarily Tiafima Lopez, but a, a lot of them guys looked up to Tank when they were younger. Tank was that nigga they in the Amherst, and they everybody did. knew who he was. So apparently, Devin Haney goes to Baltimore, gets touched up by Tank. He was young, maybe thirteen at the time. Grows a few years. At, at some point in time, Tank is at the Mayweather gym. They, you know, a matchup is set up between them. But money was put up. Uh, I think Adrian Broner, he had a, Adrian a Broner's father. Adrian, it was Adrian Broner's father put money up against Devin Haney's father about who's actually going to win in the match, and it was one of their their doghouse uh, rules. Their, 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 their doghouse rules. So continue, brother. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So if you ever see if you ever see Mayweather, they can't talk about this shit on TV anymore. I think they they talked about it on Showtime <laughs> one time. It's like like nigga, y'all abusing people in that gym. Y'all cannot do this shit. They they can't nigga, you get, shit. you get in the ring, you no know, rounds, nigga, you fight to the death, nigga. <laughs> like you nah, fight to the yeah. death, you fight until the it, death. So, so it, you 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 fight till somebody quits. So somebody gets knocked out or somebody quits. No rounds, no no breaks. No rounds. You just keep going. And apparently, you know, Tank quit that day. That's that's the word in the street. Uh, so what it sounds like is they said Devin Haney made the tank quit. So here's the thing. So let, let's put it like this, which is very interesting. So we're talking about the actually, trying to rank all these guys, like yeah. So that what that tells me is out of the Devin Haney scuffed two of them already, and he knows it. Allegedly, they know it. allegedly, allegedly, because you know, you know tank, tank tweeted on his Twitter like you know nigga I quit I'd rather die. Of course he tweeted that. Um, of course he said that. But you know what, man? I don't know what it is about Bill Haney. I believe Bill Haney. I do. I do. I believe Bill Haney. And the way the, the, the conviction in that nigga's eyes, he looked, he took his glasses off. He, I think he has Cartier frames on. He wasn't he fucking did. with the niggas. He wasn't. He, he literally <laughs> said, excuse me, let me. Uh, dead, dead in the camera. Hey, I got the money that day. Dude, apparently tapes tapes exist, and he said tapes exist, and he said Zab Judah's uncle. Two people got tape. Has that tape? Two Allegedly, people. two people. Yeah. Now you know it's funny. I, I think I got Zab Judah's uncle's contact. Nigga, we ain't never gonna see that shit. I mean, we ain't, we ain't never gonna I, see I, it. It's worth the try, but we're not gonna see I, that. I, I might try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> I, I almost I, I'm cool with waiting until fight night till the fight ever happens. But I mean, all this considering, you know, he goes in the tank direction. Now, tank is also a southpaw, just like Absolutely. Luke Campbell was. And he's going to be susceptible to that right hand. I think Absolutely. tank has a little bit better boxing IQ than Luke Campbell. And he's just honestly just more of a dog and he's much more willing. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say that you believe tank has a higher boxing IQ than Luke Campbell? I do. Hot take. But I do. I, I'm gonna say that's a hot take, and, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call tomfoolery on that one. Because, I mean, what uh, what we, did we, Luke we forget? What? I mean, being a gold medalist in the Olympics is not. I mean, that is the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? What? And 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 he has such a prestigious. Like you're not saying. Here's the thing. Um, you know what, man? I'm I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Tank Davis is a weight class bully. You know what I'm saying? And I think he is extremely, extremely talented. I've also seen him take four right hands straight. 
Now I've also seen him take four right hand straight and then knock somebody out after I'm trying to hit him on the fifth one. But still, so I look at Luke Campbell as somebody, I'm not going to take anything away from Luke Campbell's, um, his, his boxing IQ. The dude is legitimate. I think we, he's just been again, he's one of those guys that's gone in there against the best of the best. And I think he's a dog as well. I will not take anything away from Luke Campbell. I mean, I think he's a dog, but Ryan Garcia beat the shit out of him. And he didn't do anything to show me. I think I think Luke Campbell has success against Lomachenko because Lomachenko is a bit of a smaller Small. guy. Cool. Lenares was a bit more of an even matchup, but Lenares himself has been knocked out in the first round. So that's not saying much about him. Lenares is a Ryan, dog, though, too. He, 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 he just happens. Yeah, he's a dog. Ryan Garcia beat the shit out of him. But, like, but, but here's the thing. Does that, that might mean that, 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 that mean Ryan just might be better than we think? Yeah, but Ryan got tons of deficiencies that if you have boxing IQ, you should be able to exploit. Footwork issues, yeah, yeah, defensive yeah, yes issues, and, and, yes and, and, and the, mistake, the mistake he made when he got knocked down, which is he dropped his right, right hand, left his jaw exposed, he continued to make that mistake continue over, over the course continue of the fight. To do it. He continue wasn't able to, to it. exploit it again. Now, granted, you know, I'm a keyboard warrior. I'm, I'm not in there with, with Ryan Garcia. However, if you are saying, if you're, if you're going to say this man has such a level of boxing IQ, he's an Olympian, which I understand that he is. I'm talking well, about today. And yeah. Ryan Garcia beat that ass. As, outside of the moment in that second round, he beat yeah. the shit out of him. And then he yeah. closed the show. Well, I Where was his boxing this. IQ? I will say this. Luke Campbell is better than anybody Tank Davis has beaten. Agreed. Agreed. Strongly agree. Strongly it's agree. Not, it's not even close. So that in itself, we're going to move on from this topic because we have a couple more things and we don't have that much more time uh, to get it in. But what I, what I do want to say is this, in terms of the Fab Five boxing, um, in, if we're looking at a fight, let, let's say if a fight as of right now against Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, I'm, it, to me, it's a pick'em fight. It's a pick'em no, fight. No, it's not a fucking pick'em fight. It's a pick'em fight. It's not it's a, a pick'em fight. fight. Well, I mean, you, you cannot. Okay, so, so no, here, here, I'm not uh, taking that. That that is my opinion, and that is you can have your opinion. That's totally fine. And that's what I'm saying. The reason for me it's a pick'em fight is that a couple things. You cannot make up six and a half inches of reach. Is you it that? You can't make that up. It is. You cannot make that up. So that's the first thing. To me, I, I, I need, I need um, that. The, the Matt second thing, dad, I need my stats guy. Dog, the, the the second thing about that is this. I again, I'm looking at somebody who has shown me consistent discipline and growth in their game. In Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis is a fat boy who I don't know when he's going to feel like coming in shape and when he's not going to feel like coming in shape. So. I believe in the upside of Ryan Garcia more than I believe in the upside of Tank Davis. And here's the thing. I, I, you love Tank for some reason. I, I don't. It's, I generally it's, don't. It's like two and a half inches of reach. It's not two and a half. It's I'm not. They were, it. they, were, they were talking Six, about it in the fight. 67 it, it, and a half versus 70. Who, 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 whose number is that? Where are you looking what? at? It? The most accurate place it? on the internet, Wikipedia. Where? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, whatever, man. Well, whatever that is, I just, I do not believe in Tank as much as you, like I said. So at the end of the day, I, and it's not that I don't believe in Tank. I think Tank is extremely talented. I just think Ryan Garcia is damn good. And I think that, yes, he has so many deficiencies, but he's one of those guys that his offense is a motherfucker. And I think his offense is difficult to get through. I mean, he, I mean, he had... Against shorter fighters, that check hook is a real weapon. I mean, it's a real weapon against any fighter, and that's something that and, uh, and Luke Campbell has to be aware of the entire fight. Three seven. All right, let, let's let's make sure we have height here, because 
Okay. That he, is, he's, that, like, he's like 5'3". Five, 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 he's like 5'3". Five, 5'5 five, 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 or 5'10 with Ryan Garcia. Dog. That's big. That's legitimate. That, and here's the thing. It, he has to get inside. He is going to have to lunge to get inside. And he's going to get inside. He's going to knock him out, G. Okay. And he has southpaw. But, that's what, I'm saying. but, but again, southpaw. that's what I'm saying. Okay, good. I'm glad he's a southpaw. Because guess what that means for people who throw who are right-handed? It's just as easy for me to hit that dude, too. They make it seem like these southpaws are all of a sudden it's like, oh, like I can't get hit. Dog. Southpaws not, get stung, too. I'm not making it seem like that, but Luke Campbell was a southpaw. And it was clearly that the, the left hand that dropped Garcia. And he still holds his chin very high. He has he footwork. Defi- he, he has now. Here's the thing. Footwork Luke Campbell is also a much longer guy. He's a much longer opponent. And the fight, the type of fight, the uh, punch they threw was a long punch. That's not a Tank Davis style punch. And also, he, I, I, I take uh, Grand Garcia at his word. Grand Garcia said, "I was, go- I was kind of bullshitting at that moment. Like he had a, a mental lapse and he got cracked. He admitted, it and then he bounced back and arguably won that round." The rest of the round. I'm not so mad. He dominated the fight outside for that moment. That's what I'm saying. So for me, it is what it is. Like, I don't even knock him. He's a young fighter. Hey, shit happens. After what I saw him do, what he did to Luke Campbell, I'm giving Ryan Garcia more props than that. Is he still the end of the list? Probably. But I think it's a lot closer than I think we originally thought. Um, I, I know. I know what you want to say about these guys. Well, yes, there is. I know. We, I know. Please. I know we need to move on here. Um because of that pay-per-view subscription model and just the way boxing works, that fight probably won't happen as soon as it needs to. So maybe Ryan Garcia needs to chase down Devin Haney. However, because of everything that's going down, Tiafima Lopez, who has the other three belts, does want to be undisputed. And he probably only has to the end of the year mm-hmm. and the, and in the 135 said he wants pound. to fight three times next year. In the, yeah, okay. He only, he, he's not, mm, okay, whatever. So he only has... I think maybe two fights max left at 135 pounds. Mm-hmm. He has his mandatory, right? So he has his mandatory IBF mandatory, who I believe he was planned to take care of. However, so his IBF mandatory is George Cambosis. He's of Australia. That fight was yeah. going to take place in Australia. However, I do think there's a travel ban in place. That's and you know IBF don't fuck around with their mandatories. If you don't fight their mandatory, they will strip you of the belt. So this is important that there is actually what you would call a, a force majeure or some type of. Sh- some wild ass shit going on that like they the fighters can't overcome. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. If there is a travel ban in place for either Tiafima Lopez or George Cambosis, they can't make the fight happen, which for all intents and purposes, for boxing fans, that's a win. Because then Tiafimo has said he's going to set his sights on Devin Haney. Great. That is a fight that we absolutely want to see. You you may be able to consider it a pick em fight, but you should I, give Tiafimo the edge. You should, yeah. But just because of what he's proven, Tiafimo yeah, deserves to be the favorite in that, in that fight. And but, whatever, but, but here's the thing. But it's to me, if Vegas would make it a big favorite, I would make it a very slight favorite. To me, that is also a pick 'em fight. I think people don't understand how good Devin Haney's difficult to hit. Devin Haney's difficult to hit. Devin Haney's long. And one thing that I think that I think skill wise, I think they're pretty close. I think they're, they're, it's different. I think it's different, but I think that they have comparable skills. I'll say that. I think if we're talking about who's more technical, I think Devin Haney's more technical. But I think that the explosiveness and the quick twitchiness of Tiafimo makes up for whatever technical deficiencies that he may have. 
uh, to, to Devin Haney. So I think that, yes, just just because of, well, no, no, no. In his last two fights, I'll give him the respect that he deserves and make him the slight favorite. But it's a slight favorite. And honestly, to me, to Serge, that's a pick em fight for real. Devin Haney is also not a smaller fighter. So we're not looking at Lomachenko in there. We're looking at someone who has a three-inch reach advantage over Tiafima Lopez. Yeah. And I don't want to spend too much time here trying to pick who's going to win that fight. We're probably a little ways off from that anyway. We're probably I do a year and go, a half away from that fight, guys. What I, what, no, we're not a year and a half. Because if I mean, potentially. Because the fight may not happen at 135. I think both of these guys do it. Tiafimo's definitely moving up. Because he actually has said very publicly that he wants the winner Devin of, Haney said, Devin of, Haney of, of Ramir, gonna move up Ramirez and Skiller. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they'll all move up. They'll, they'll all move. Devin up. Haney will, and Ryan Garcia will definitely get to 147. I don't probably Tiafimo too. Maybe not Tank. Whatever. But yeah, Tiafimo he says he wants to fight Devin Haney, and that makes sense for him because he wants to be the true undisputed champion. Even though if you listen to his interviews, he will tell you he's already the undisputed champion. And to a certain extent, he does have a claim to want to say that, given how the w- WBC has done and how they've treated him. They made Lomachenko the franchise champion. He beat the franchise champion. There's no reason why he should not have the WBC belt. Yeah. However, that's not that's not our fault. The legitimate WBC belt is held by Devin Haney at the, right now. He's asking for he, he talks about he makes it seem like he, he, he took this big risk in fighting Lomachenko, which he did. But he didn't take a financial risk. Lomachenko paid him eight hundred thousand dollars out of his own purse to be able to make that fight happen. And now Tiafimo Lopez is acting like, you know, while one thirty five is interesting, we're boxing fans. It, it, outside of Ryan Garcia, it hasn't gotten to that to that crossover place yet where you can just ask for ten million dollars for a fight during a pandemic. I don't know where he's gotten these numbers from that he can just throw out and then think that there's going to be enough money there to still pay Devin Haney two to three million dollars. Now, if they were going to take I think Devin Haney would take something like, you know, if Tiafimo got three million, he got one point five or something like that. I think he'd be fine with that. That's a reasonable amount to ask for. That's what the pot may look like. And that might even be a stretch. But to ask for ten million dollars and then tell tell these other people that they're pricing themselves out. That's odd. Tiafimo does he says some really, really good things that I like. I love that he points out that all these other guys essentially have rubs from some of the legends of the game, from Floyd Mayweather to Terrence Crawford to Andre Ward to Oscar De- Oscar yeah, DeLore. Yeah, man, he understand does. that he did this shit all on his all on his own. He did take the risk. He did fight Lomachenko, and he deserves so much credit for that. But nigga, what have you done for me lately? Seriously, and and the thing is, I'm honestly, I'm hate to say this, man. I'm mean, he he's kind of his act is wearing thin on me. Okay. And that's why I feel about that. His act is wearing thin on me. I'm continually seeing what he's talking about. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know, you feel, but you, again, what have you done for me lately? You haven't proven. You're like, when I, when I go back and watch that fight, again, I see many holes. I see, a, I see a guy who was dominated the back half of a fight by a smaller man. I mean, that is what I, what I see. And, and you can't tell me that's not what I saw. He got dominated in the back half of that fight, minus the 12th round. So you went out there, you're talking about that. You, you see, Lomachenko gave you an opportunity. Now you're not returning the favor. You know what I'm saying? You're not even thinking about that. Then you have all these other guys. You're not actually taking the fights. If you take these fights, I give you respect. And that's me as a fight fan and as a commentator and a you know lover of the sport. I want to see the best fight the best. Don't sit there and talk shit how, you, how so much, you're so much better than anybody else. Fam, just go out there and prove it. If you're that dope, the dudes who are that dope 
they just kind of clown people, but they don't sit there and have to tell, keep saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. You don't see Israel Adesanya going out there saying, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. He just keeps fucking people up. You know what I'm saying? John Jones does that, but he has whatever fucking picograms floating around I, his shit. I don't think it's uncommon in boxing. If he wants to say he's the best, they're cool, but I, like... He I'm beat cool Lomachenko. With, I'm cool with it, but you got. He, he beat Lomachenko. He's better. the only one of, of of the Fab Five that you know has really been dominated like that. He did get dominated down the back back half of that fight. He earned the win. We, I he love Tiafimo. He's from he's from Brooklyn. I want to get behind him, but asking for ten million dollars just seems a little bit God, odd. He's it's, the it's, only guy out of that Fab Five that has ever been dominated for a stretch in a fight. I watched him get dominated for five rounds. It's early. It's early 2021. He has time to make the fight. He is coming off an injury. You know, let's give him time because, you know, I, I spoke on a bad side. I want to speak on the other side as well. Tons, tons of talent. He has the belts right now. He's in the driver's seat. He does deserve to get paid. Ten million is a little bit much. We'll see if he makes it happen. I know we got to uh, move. Real, real quick. Let, let, I want to do this rapid fire because we only got a couple minutes left. Um, but uh, let, let's go ahead and do this. I want you to forecast 2021 in boxing. What are some of the big matchups? I just want you to literally rapid fire. It is, yeah, I got you. Let me go. Uh, forecast 2021. What fights are we going to see this year? So January, fucking dead. Like, like it, b- boxing was on fire in December and January came and it just died. So what <laughs> we're looking forward to is the end of the month on the 30th. We have Kovalev, t- Sergey Kovalev, the return of Sergey Kovalev taking on I'm not going to attempt his name, but they call him Beck the Bully. He is a he's good. He's a solid body puncher who is actually going to be favored to win in that to win in that matchup. Nice. Besides nice. from the fact that you don't know his name, he's going to be favored in that matchup. Then we have one of our guys, Caleb Plant versus uh, Truax. I think that's Caleb Trucks as well. Yeah, Caleb but Trudeau, he, Trudeau, Trudeau, or something like that. They're going to be also fighting on the 30th of January. Mm-hmm. Moving into February, potentially his match, his his opponent fell out the fight, but. Maybe a return of an Adrian Bronner. As much as Adrian Bronner has done, we will always watch Adrian Bronner because always that watch. is what he has brought to the sport. And we cannot take our eyes off that non-punching ass nigga. God damn it. But Man, he will throw cannot... three punches in an entire fight. It is shit, crazy. We're going to be there. Bored. <laughs> watching and, ang- and, and angry. But I will be there. Okay, so they're looking at that. They're looking for a replacement opponent. And they definitely have a ton of time with his fight date being scheduled for the thir- February 13th. Yes. But then, uh, so then also on February 13th, we do have Joe Smith for fighting for the, I think, the vacant WBA. He's been looking good, yeah. man, this past I year. I think he's fighting, he fighting for, the, for the vacant WBA championship, I want to yeah. say. Um, and he'll be fighting uh, a guy named Maxim Vaslov. I'm sure I'm messing up that, but that's on the 13th. Then, you know, it, it really starts to turn up here. Uh, February 20th, we have Oscar Valdez and Rachel Burchell. For as long as that lasts, birthday. I love it. That's Sergio, Sergio's birthday. Let's not discount that. Um, as long as that lasts, that shit will be a war, not a fight that you want to want to miss. And you have our boy, who we haven't talked much about today, Shakur Stevenson sitting in the cut. He does. He has demanded the, the winner of that matchup, and Facts. that's a fight that will likely get. I, I believe will get made. So potentially a, a big fight for one of the last <laughs> members of the Fab Five. We then have another type. So that's for. That's for me. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, real, real, real quick, man. We got a, a young comment. I'm looking at it's a couple of things. Iman, uh, what is it? Sandifer. Iman Sandifer. And Sandifer, what's going on, man? He said the guru. He, he he's calling out my boys, the guru, and also 
Darnell, it, from, uh, we got Mystic on here. Also said Mystic Black versus B Cam next week. Catch the way in live on the Fight Podcast. <laughs> We're gonna have a, on, an awesome, on, awesome, awesome, awesome uh, fight roundtable next week. Uh, prepping before the uh, Conor McGregor pay per view, B Cam will be on the show as well as my brother Mystic Black. It's gonna be an amazing, amazing show. Uh, next week, make sure you check out the fight pod on that one. But uh, let's go so, ahead and continue, my brother. Yes. So that'll be Mikel, Miguel Burchelt versus uh, Oscar Valdez for Miguel Burchelt's WBC uh, championship. This is at the 130-pound division. The week after that, we have another title fight in the 130-pound division, and that will actually be... And actually, you know what? On the 13th, we also have a, a title fight in this division. Jojo Diaz versus Nobody. He'll be favored in that matchup. Yeah, then the 27th, yeah, yes. we have Carl Frampton versus Jamel Herring. Huge matchup in the 130-pound fight. Yeah, uh, especially after... You know his what happened in performance? Last. Yeah. So that'll that'll okay. be an interesting fight as well for his WBO championship. Uh, what else we got going on? I think the Mayweather fight probably happened in that month. Eh. But then yeah. March, we currently have on the on the books. Little guys, got to show some love. Juan gotta Francisco Estrada and Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. Ooh. They will be fighting on March 13th. That's then going to be a fight. That's going to be a fight. But look, March March 27th. This 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 is what we want in boxing. Virgil Ortiz and Maurice Hooker. It looks like that has been signed. That is something we want to see. Virgil Ortiz will absolutely be favored, but boy, show. Maurice Hooker is a fucking dog. We have My a fun dog. fight ahead of us. So yeah, that's that's something we'll definitely be looking looking forward to. Go. Also, just looking forward to the rest of 2021, potentially AJ and Fury. Canelo potentially with a February matchup. He wants to fight like three times this year and put everybody to shame. Thank you, Canelo, because two times a year is not the, the schedule that it's the fighters need to be on. It's not enough. Uh, you know, we already talked about our fab. Got five. The return of Lomachenko. We'll see where he goes. Errol Spence. Uh, Terrence Crawford. February. Uh, the Charlo brothers. You know, Chris Eubank, I think he wants to take on one of them. I would love that because I need to see that guy get knocked out. Knocked off. Yeah, get his face clean knocked off. If, if if we can recover as we should in 2021, the boxing can have a huge year. It and could, it, it could absolutely have a year. Yeah, I, I hope they do, man. Boxing needs a good year because it had a terrible 2020. MMA definitely kicked boxing's ass last year. Um, last things, I want a quick comment. Just just one word answer, yes or no. Um, or just the, which one, should I say? Who does Manny Pacquiao fight next? Is he going to fight Errol Spence we or forget Conor McGregor? Yeah, too late now. <laughs> or Conor it's McGregor. not our offense. It's not our offense. I don't know if it's Conor McGregor, but it's not our offense. I'm with you. I'm with you. He's not. He he's he, he's keeping away from that smoke. I don't care. He, oh he my gosh. On, he's yeah. He's keeping away from it. You know Sorry. I have strong thoughts on this. Go ahead. You cannot fucking do that shit with a belt. Go ahead. You can't. You can't do. You cannot do that. You can't with do it with a belt. Retire. Live your career. You fucking deserve that. Manny Pacquiao, you are a fucking legend in your own right. You have been in tons of wars. You don't got to fight nobody. You don't got to prove anything to anybody. Get your money, smell, smell your flowers, feed your country. But you cannot do that shit while holding up a belt in a division of fucking dogs. Nah, I, I do not fuck with that. No, I don't like it either. I think I think it's weak by Manny Pacquiao. And then the fact that he sit there and generally pretty much said, like, nah, I ain't fighting Arrow. Like, he was like, he's too slow for me. I don't like that matchup. What? He's Whatever. too I mean, slow for me. I don't like that. He said he's slower than uh, the Thurman. Thurman. Okay, if that's how you feel, let's see these fisticuffs. What 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 does fisticuffs mean? I just need some clarification. What are the cuffs? 
fisticuffs. I don't fucking know some old shit. I mean, you, you say it a lot. I'm like, what, what exactly does this shit mean? I, I, no you know, I'm, I'm a Google ass nigga. I'll, I'll have no the idea. definition next, next episode. Please let me know. I'm probably saying some wild fucked up shit. So yeah, please correct me if it sucks. It was wild racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Look, we'll check it out. With that being said, unfortunately, that is all the time we have on the show today. Guru, it is a pleasure having you on the show today, my brother. Um, like I said, we will definitely have you on the show once again very soon. Actually, we might have you on uh, the Scrappy Hour this week. Depends on what, you, what, you, what your week's looking like. Uh, but, and we'll talk about Manny Pacquiao more if we do that. Let's, let, we, let's do that. Let's, let's go ahead and put a button in this conversation to come back to it later. We'll uh, for everyone, absolutely. Uh, Brandon, where can everybody find you, my brother? Everybody can find me for people that are watching. You see me right, right. Oh shoot! Other side, right, right, right here, right here. Uh, I'm on Instagram at bcam13. That is bcam with two m's, and on Twitter, talking shit at bcam thinks with one m. Appreciate you for having me, Sir Joe. Per the usual. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. And also, um, if you guys haven't had an opportunity, oh, first and foremost, everyone watching live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, thank you so much for watching. Everybody who follows the Fight Podcast, man, thank you. Remember, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, thefightpodcast.com. Get you one more plus for Steven's Universe. Y'all next Steven Universe is the shit. Watch that shit. Um, and also, make sure you guys check out my interview with the number five ranked UFC band and weight in the world, Rob Font. Amazing interview. It is up on our website. It is up on our YouTube page. It is also in podcast form. Actually, it's not. It'll be in a couple hours. So get ready for that, man. Um, but go ahead and check out my interview with Rob Font. Brandon, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, my brother. Yes, sir. All right, everybody else, thank you guys. This is Sergio Vicente, the host of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture on the entire Universe Fight Podcast. This is episode 257 of the show. I'll see you guys next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Deuces!